So my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm, I'm Cody Moulton. So the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, if not all of us are broken people. So Whoa. You know, you're just going to consider right there. You know, we always say that in the, in the spirit in the, in the gospel says you have a broken heart and contrite yeah. spirit. Yeah. Well, that's where you're going. No, not at all, but I'm glad you brought <laughs> that up. I mean, that idea, that yeah. principle. Yeah. Welcome to the In Black and White Show, where we just try to have natural conversations about life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Of course, I am one of your hosts, Lenny Escobar, joined here by my co-host and co-founder of the podcast and all the co's and all the, all the founders and everything. Cody. Cody. Oh, yeah. Cody, the molten lava. Yeah. Huh? Or colton lava molten. How you doing? Huh? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? There? What are you talking what, what, about? What exactly huh? are you doing there? Did you just did you just grow old like forty years? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I Benjamin grew old. Button. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, no way. No, that's the other that's way. normal people do this growing old thing. <laughs> yeah, every, everybody's doing it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, it's not just one. Have you person. seen that show, Benjamin which Button? Which no, guy? <laughs> did I say which guy? Yeah. Have you seen that show? No, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I don't, no, I haven't seen it. Why'd you bring it up then? Well, I just I just read about it the other day. You did? Yeah. What'd you read? I don't know. No, you can't. You don't. You can't read. Yeah. Well, you can't count. I'm a musician. <laughs> Inside you know, it's, it's joke usually, before we started the no, show. It's usually you are the one that tells me I can't read. So how does it feel? Yeah. Feels nice? Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> I, I actually like that. So that's good. <laughs> I'll see what the big deal is. I'll see why you cry about it every time. Uh, I don't cry. I actually don't have any tear ducts, so no. thanks for being a jerk. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I do have tear ducts. Just kidding, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Well, we got a really good show for you today. Um, it's actually going to be. Uh, I'm going to just warn. It's. It's. I think a little bit. A little bit heavier than the shows that we normally yeah. have done in the past. Even though we've been taking people's um, some people's questions and everything, um, but it is. It is rather special. Uh, special to both of us. Uh, we feel pretty. We, we've actually spent a couple of weeks thinking about this and uh, about what we're going to talk about. Uh, just because we want to make sure that our podcast is authentic and it's natural as possible and what better way of making uh, it authentic and and natural than talking about our own lives sometimes mm-hmm. you know so you know, so we're going to be talking about in particular we're going to be talking about some one of my one of my experiences um something that's pretty dear to me pretty pretty heavy and pretty uh, uh substantial in my life but uh, i'll just leave you on that cliffhanger yeah, uh, for I think a while. it's the appropriate thing to do. Yeah, we'll yeah. leave you on that cliffhanger, um, <laughs> and we're going to jump into the newest segment that we're super excited about, just to keep give us a little light before we get to the heavy, anti-inspirational quotes. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, there's actually... Was that oh, nice? Yeah, it was good. All right. Good sound bite. Yeah. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> She one usual was clearly more, more well executed than mine. Yeah, but. don't don't ever like don't ever don't ever show me up ever again like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm turning all these people. All right, what you got? Oh man, this is good. I mean, it's not like super good, but I still like it. Okay, okay so this is the quote Dol- okay. by Darley Parton. If you don't like the road you're walking, start paving another one. How about you get off the road and let the cars <laughs> drive? What are you doing? Yeah, you're asking to get hit. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Don't pave, don't pave in the middle of the road. <laughs> what are you doing? Get off the road. That's a good point. Yeah. 
Like, yep. If you don't like the road you're walking, get on the sidewalk. Yeah. Why? Why would you be walking in the road? Yeah. yeah don't don't walk in the road. Yeah. That's it. You know what? Can you just imagine? Let me just just let me just take you for a second. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Just imagine that you're driving. Somebody's walking in the road. Yeah. And he's like, I don't like this road. And they just start paving another road. Yeah. He's like, let me just get my old cement truck over here. <laughs> yeah. As you're driving, you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. I need to get here. I'm, yeah. I'm driving here. This is like, a two-lane highway. What are you doing here? <laughs> it's a freeway. There's no red lights here. <laughs> this is some guy walking down the freeway. <laughs> if you don't like the road you're walking, just stay on it. You're probably going to get hit. That's messed up. That's yeah, messed up. <laughs> no, no, we're not saying that. I'm no. just saying get off the road. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just get off the road. It's like when... It, oh. <laughs> It's like when in in TV shows someone's on train tracks, yeah, and they're running away from the train. It's like, why don't you just get off the train tracks? You, you don't got to go make new train tracks. You just you just get off them. You know? No, no, no. You what you do is when you when a train is coming at you, you stay on the tracks, make eye contact with it, and just keep running down the tracks. Yeah, backwards. <laughs> yeah, or, or towards it, or towards it, or you know, just you just jump, you just like slide, do like a do like a football slide right oh, underneath the tracks, under the tra- under, yeah, under the train, under the train, yeah. Okay, don't don't nobody do that. Yeah, please okay. don't do that. Anybody yeah, watching? We're not a, listening. We're not l- lawyers. We don't have to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> we're not um, zoologists. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. We're not you know astronauts. <laughs> so, um, all right, what you got? Mine actually pairs really well with yours that's the same kind of lines yeah if opportunity doesn't knock build a door and opportunity probably still won't knock because opportunity doesn't have hands okay <laughs> so you can spend a lot of time making the door <laughs> but you're not gonna get a knock yeah, yeah it's true why don't you go go ahead go ahead and build a door yeah see like how it. much people knock on it's probably the people wanting to get their money back yeah I feel like <laughs> feel like you're solving a symptom here, not the root problem. <laughs> yeah. First off, yeah. you need to stop. Well, read it again. I'm... If opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. If opportunity doesn't knock, just go start working. Just yeah. go go just go get it. Yeah. If opportunity, maybe install a doorbell, <laughs> a ring doorbell, which brought to you. By, by the way, we have a sponsor of this. <laughs> just kidding. We don't. Oh, man, that would be something that we did. That would be cool. Yeah. No. Does anybody want to sponsor? Hey, uh, if you would like to sponsor this show and have a spot. Too bad. We don't take your priestcraft here. Yeah, we don't t- All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's not where I was going with that, but that, hey, it's good. You know, that's yeah, perfect. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. We, we okay. will take your sponsors. Yeah. Well, would we? No. Can we talk about this off the air, maybe? No, Jeez, no, no. Who's this? <laughs> I'm just, I'm making decisions as we, <laughs> as we go. Didn't you know it's the it's, in black in white show? Oh, yeah. It's true. Black before white. Yeah. You, no, you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. no. So, equality everywhere. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's about the gospel, okay? Yeah. It's Get about your the minds out of the gutter. Yeah. Not that you were in not the gutter. That, yeah. Or, you know, not that you have minds. Oh. Well, that was rude. <laughs> Well, we're getting real rude oh, here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys, it is so late. Oh, it's okay. pretty late. It is yeah. 12 10 a.m. on well, a. Why are you telling a... them that? Guys, it's 9 p.m. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's pretty late. It's after midnight because. How many times have we tried to record this episode? Oh, three tried, or four times? Yeah, three or four times, yeah. And, you know, this This is actually a great segue. Actually, what we brought it up. This is a great segue because I feel like what we're you know, transitioning into. Into the black and white. We're going to start with the gray, actually. But, you know, right. this is, um, we are, 
it's been, I think, difficult to actually do this episode because there's some pretty heavy stuff, and I feel like there's some stuff in here that might be helpful to people, and at least uh, we hope so. And so I think Adversary is working pretty hard to make sure it doesn't happen. But yeah, that guy, man, he's yeah, worse. He is. But <clears throat> anyways, um, to get to the meat of the show today, so uh, again, mentioned before that it was about experience. Um, I think what better way of being authentic and genuine about the gospel than talking about our own experiences in it. Um, wanted to share a little bit of experience of, of experiences that I've been having that I've had over the last over the last year or so. Um, so I don't know if you've been sharing if you've been following the show for a while. Um, you know that you should know. Hopefully, you know us a little bit. But um, over this last year, I, me and my wife recently got a divorce, I'm separated and divorce. And um, there's a lot of things that happen with that. There's a lot of change and pain and sorrow that come with that. Um, and it's been very, very difficult, um, very, very difficult to to kind of go through this. Uh, in fact, it's been extremely difficult. Like, uh, I think I think a lot of people who have gone through divorce um, have have probably encountered the same darkness and the same um, aloneness and the same... Um, worthlessness as as I think that I've I've experienced. Um and the the question, you know, as we're talking, you know, to follow follow our format, the question is just like I think the question that I've had, uh, very specifically the question I've had is uh is why did it have to happen this way? Right. You know, yeah. and and framing it this way, here what I mean by framing it is over the the past year, um maybe even longer than that, I've been learning some really, really important lessons and some really, um, they've been really incredible lessons uh, about myself, about who I am as a son of God, who I am as, as just Lenny, uh, who I, who I want to become, um, who I, how I want my relationships to look like, uh, you know, how I actually want to relate to myself. I mean, it's been just some incredible lessons and lessons that I, I don't know if I would have learned otherwise, but still that is, that's the thing though, that broad draws the question is like, did it have to happen this way? Did I have to, did it have to happen this way so I could learn these lessons or could have, could I have learned these lessons another way? Right. And that, that's probably something I think, you know, did it have to happen this way is a more broad question. You know, you're going to discuss more about your healing process Mm -hmm. and experience and which you're still going through to some degree, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, that question also applies to other more traumatic events or difficult events or yeah. things that happen that you're just like, why? Like, why did this have to happen? I know for me, some of the more frustrating things um, that make me ask, did it have to happen this way, are the things that are that are like that you see an alternative route with, or that you maybe, or even even. I mean, we're talking about big things today, like more more heavy mm-hmm. events, but even small things that were like. If it's something stupid, like, did I have to spill a stupid milk all over the counter in order to learn how to not yell at my kids? You know, it was like stuff like that. But but anyway, I think I think it's a good way to to kind of frame that question. And you've had a lot of questions. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of different questions that, you know, we're, we're, Len's going to drive this episode for sure um, with his experience. But, you know, we've had a lot of conversations and you've had a lot of other questions, but this is the one that kind of stuck out. We're praying about this and yeah. thinking about it. And and I think uh, the reason is just because 
I think especially as I is uh, I think more in the beginning when all this was happening was you you can you feel like you can see an alternate alternative route. You feel like you can see it. I mean, I definitely felt like I thought I could see an alternative route to this. Like it doesn't it doesn't have to happen this way. Um, you know, for from for uh, my then ex and you know how, how she felt and like I, I don't feel like it has to really be this um, be this drastic. Um, you know, because I felt like you know as I was, I feel like over the last couple of years, I've I've really started felt like I was growing and and becoming a better man and a better husband and a better just a better person and you know there were still a lot of things you know like still looking back so a lot of things i had to work on that i'm i'm that uh you know more time i i've i think i've i've handled those things a lot better and are and and have improved in those things that uh that still i still needed to work on but still you still like oh, there could i i feel like there could have been i don't tell you you think you you can see that and I think that's really frustrating. Um, and then when it doesn't happen, there's like more a plethora of other questions that that happen. You know, I think one of the questions that comes by that comes close to it as your as your at least when I was when I was going through or I am going through was you know it didn't have to happen this way. And then when you ask that, and then there's no answer. It's like are you you know one of the questions I have is like are you even there? Are you are you even listening? You know, like God, are you listening to this? You know, like why does it have to happen this way? And then why, why aren't you talking? Why aren't you ex- saying something to me? Or at least it feels like it. Right. And those are those were really really hard hard times, very 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 hard times. But it's as I I think as time has gone on, and as I've reflected, as I look back, I can see a lot of things now. And I think I, I think I like to I'd like to go through some of those things. Um, there have been, and it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard when people tell you this when you're going through something traumatic, when you're you know, which divorce is or or anything big. It's so hard for people. It's like it's so hard to hear when people try to tell you all the good things that are, are happening, or that um, at least or like at least insert. Like that's not what I need. I don't need you to tell me. I don't need you to tell me what the blessings are of this. I don't need you to tell me what the silver lining is. Um, I, I I need I need to find that for myself, and I need I need the Lord and me and the Lord to figure that out. And um, and I think that's that's sometimes hard because people are like, how do you how do you support somebody through divorce? How do you support your buddy is going through, you know? And I think it depends on you know it's a different for. I think right. the, some yeah, of the specific, everyone's going to have different yeah needs to a degree right but but the, the specifics are generally the same but uh, like I'll tell you just a little aside I, I think I think I can speak for most people I think just people need you to be there it's like if you're supporting somebody who's going through something traumatic like that they don't need you to fix anything they just need you to be there because you being there is fixing things um, and I guess this is related because um, as I've looked back now. And I, and uh, as I've gone through these this experience, and I've looked back, there's so many things that have become apparent to me. Um, number one, the Lord never left me. It was hard for me to see Him and hard for me to hear Him, because because I was going through something really, really dark, and there was all this distraction, and the adversary was really, really working on me, 
And I was listening sometimes because sometimes it felt better to do that, um, to listen and to validate the, and it sounds weird, but it sounds to validate the, the, the concerns that I was having, uh, to validate the, the feelings that I wasn't worth anything. It was like way validating because then it was like, then I didn't have to do anything or not, not even that. That's not really the word. <clears throat> That's not it. Cause you, cause I wanted to do something, but. Right. But you used a lot, a lot of the conversations we had and and you know you you stated that you're tired right oh yeah and so maybe that's you know at those times those darker times that feels like the path of least resistance yeah maybe yeah i think that's absolutely right i think that's exactly right because man i'll tell you what you it's you're so tired i was so tired it was so tired to and it's and it's all the you know i'm speaking specifically about divorce but there's all the logistics of divorce that are so tiring and then the emotionality of divorce is is much much tiring um, than anything else. But then there's like another one. There's like, you get tired of yourself. Um, you get tired of feeling yourself, whatever that meant, whatever that means. At least that's how I felt. I, I, <clears throat> Cause you're like, I want, one of the things I remember saying was I want to be okay. I want to feel okay. And I don't feel okay. And because I don't feel okay, I'm just so tired and I'm just, I'm tired of not feeling okay. I'm tired of, 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 of being, I'm tired of feeling like I'm not worth anything. I'm tired of feeling like I, that I'm a burden on people. I'm tired of feeling that I'm not worth loving. I'm tired of feeling that, um, yeah, I'm tired of feeling that, that I wasn't worth it. I wasn't, uh, that that I, I'm not worth it. I'm not worth a uh, the 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 time or or the investment anymore. Like I, you know, I'm tired of feeling you know all of that stuff. You know, and and um, yeah, you just you just you just feel tired. And yeah. But one one of the things that I, I again I I look back and I see that like I really feel like the Lord never left. There was just a lot of stuff on the way. And he, and what's really cool is that he's really patient. He's really patient and he waits for times when he can talk to you. And I remember those times and I, I remember feeling those times where he was able to speak to me and I was able to hear him and listen and feel um, a modicum of peace if that was just it. And they usually happened when I was with, um, they usually happen when I was with people. Um, I remember being with you um, and talking much, very much into into the night and one specific moment that I remember is when, when, uh, uh, so just in case anybody doesn't know, Cody has two children. Um, he has a younger son. And during that time, uh, Cody's son was going through some sleep transitions mm-hmm. and it means that he woke up and he just screamed through the night. Yeah. And I happened to be over one night when that was happening. It was like two thirty. It was two thirty, And he we, woke up. We've been talking since seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he woke up, and I was getting ready to go, and uh, he started crying, and and Cody said something that I will never forget. He said that, you know, sometimes it's uh, it's really hard for me to to stay here and just listen to him cry, because I want to be there. I want to I want to comfort him, and and I just want I want him to be okay. You know, uh, I don't want him to cry anymore, but I know that this is best for him. 
that he has to be able to sleep. He has to be able to, to, to soothe himself so he can sleep through the night. It'll be better for him in the long run. And that always really struck me because that's how I felt sometimes was that I was crying and crying and crying and crying and nothing was coming. Nothing was coming. But uh, some of his uh, Cody's words there made me feel like, no, he's listening and he's there and he's close and he's touching me. Um, but he knows that I have to, to go through, I have to go through this part of it. And that kind of brings me to this question. Did it have to happen this way? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if there's an answer for that. Yeah. I don't think that there is. And I that's don't, okay. And, and, and I don't think, uh, well, we talked about this earlier. Did, did it have to happen this way? You know, that there's nothing wrong with ans- with asking that question. Right. Um, but Satan can use that as a distraction for us. I think, you know, it can, it can, kind of defocus us from the path that we're on right now. There's probably, you know, I don't want to get into the Marvel multiverse. Cause I, don't, <laughs> I don't love the multiverse. And I, I hate that Marvel went the, the multiverse route because, well, for lots of reasons. But you look at that, it's like anything could happen anyway at any mm. time, whatever. And in our lives, you know, I don't know that we need to get into any multiverse theories <laughs> in real yeah. life. But no, the idea yeah. is, yeah, things could happen a whole bunch of different ways. Um, and we could ask that question till we're blue in the face and not get anywhere with it. At the end of the day, it did happen. And, yeah. And, and what, what'd you get out of it? Right. Yeah. And, and I think the, uh, one of the things that I, I, I want to also say is that I know hundred percent that God did not want me to get a divorce. That was not, that wasn't part of the plan. I know that, that that wasn't part of the plan. So, um, but at the same time, was it a part of the plan? Like, because God is all knowing. I, I, I don't know. And, uh, even I, but there's part of me that's, I don't, I, there's part of me like just thinks this is not like anything. This is just Lenny kind of talking is, I don't think that, that it, it that, it, it, that, he, well, like I, like I said before, like he didn't want this to happen. He didn't want me and my ex-wife to go through what we, what we've gone through. It's, I don't think he wants any of our ch- his children to go through that. But what I've learned is that through this, uh, God has consecrated my experience. And I love this word about consecration. I don't love that I'm divorced. I, I, I don't love that I went through this experience. I, I wish that I didn't have to. I, and, uh, and I, meaning that I just wish I didn't have to go, that I just didn't go through it. Right. But I'm grateful that I did. And that's such a weird, that's such a, a weird dichotomy. Like, how can I say that I don't want to go through it? And I, that I, I wish that I didn't go through it, Yeah. but I'm grateful that I, that I, that I have, and that I am going through it. There's so many great, there's so many amazing things. Um, <laughs> I say amazing things. There's so many amazing lessons and so much love and so much that I've learned about God and how much I've learned about myself and I've learned about other people that I that uh, that I've gained from it, God has consecrated has helped me consecrate this experience for for me, and I hope now that because you know I'm in a place now where God is consecrating it so that I can help other people. I hope that when as people uh, listen to this, 
that they'll be able to relate to it in some way and feel, especially when you're in a dark place, just feel a, 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 a glimmer of hope that, um, that, that things will get better. Um, and and I'll tell you, like, it's like, there are still times where things are not good, you know, and, and I've been removed from it for, for many months now, um, you know, almost a year. Um, but it's, um, it's still hard. Uh, it's, it's still difficult. Um, but it's, but there, the, the, the there's so many more joyous moments now that I, I have, um, that I, so many things also that, that have happened that I don't know if I would have recognized, I recognize now, like there's a couple of things that come to my, come to mind about how, how it's been such a great, uh, such a great, it's been consecrated, consecrated. Yeah. That's uh, the word. How God took something, something painful and, and hurting and, and something that was at some point, a destructive force in your life. Yeah. And he helped consecrate it and make something good out of it. That is, I mean, this is the doctrine. This is the black and white mm. of, did well, it have to happen? Yeah, this bring way? it in, bring it home here, bring it in. Because I mean, that, that is, that is, God is the deliverer, you know, mm. he con he consecrates our, I mean, that is one of the most beautiful things of the, of the atonement is God can take. He's felt everything we felt. He's gone through everything we've gone through. So he knows how to say, you know what? Yeah. That sucks that that happened. And I wish that you didn't have to go through that. But, you know, welcome to the plan of salvation, the plan of happiness. This is made for you so that we can consecrate this. Let's yeah. take it. Let's take it and let's let's make something out of it because I can make something out of anything. That's 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 so powerful. And it makes me just feel a little like well up just a little bit because I think that that's what what has happened in his um just that, like, hey, Lenny, I know that this sucked. I know that you're hurting, and I'm there. I felt it. So let me hold your hand and let's let's build something. Uh, like let's 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 hurt together because it's ne- it's necessary. We need to hurt, and um, but I'm gonna be right there with you, and I'm gonna send you all the the help that you need. I'm gonna send it, and he did. He sent it so much I almost to the point of like I'm just overwhelmed by the people that I have that I'm so blessed to be around um but he did he he was like let's let me make let me help you make something of this and I and I feel it and I feel it happening every day now where it still sucks it's still tough and there are di- there are days and there there are days and weeks that are tougher than others, but he's filled my life with with joy, uh, with 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 other things that have been joyful, and and he's also one of the biggest things he's filled my life with is hope. And I think that's why over the course of these episodes, I've always say, that's come up a lot. I've always so. come back to hope, because hope is the precursor to faith. And my faith is so strong now because of the hope that God has given me, and um, and and he took a he took a little glimmer of hope and he made it burn bright. So much so that I can't deny again that God is not real, that God did not know, 
that Father, our Heavenly Father, knew exactly what to do with me. Um, and that He was in every detail of every moment. And He was there, no matter how hard, how hurt I was, or how dark it was. or And He made me a new person. And He continually makes me a new person. Uh, and it's it's amazing. And, and amazing for me on the the other side here. I mean, we, we've had a lot of conversations over the last yearish and um i've seen you in those low moments we've talked in those low moments where you didn't have hope and it's a beautiful thing to be here and see you now and especially over the last you know few months that 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 has been not just restored but magnified i i feel like um i know that there's some people um that 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 their divorce experiences are a, a lot more difficult than mine because of other logistical things that they have to deal with, like children or children and uh, being married longer and being more financially dependent on each other and and all of those things, right? So that makes and sometimes the divorce happens because of you know like uh, because of of different different. Uh, actions and other people's, you know, maybe infidelity or, and so, so I know that there are some, um, some divorce experiences that are much more difficult than, than mine. Um, um, so I, I, I feel like healing, I think is, is a personal thing and it depends on your experiences and, and it depends on, um, depends on the magnitude, I think of, of separation and all that. Or, or any traumatic. I, I mean, it's not just divorce, but it's you know, right. you know, the loss of a child or um, the loss of a parent, loss of a brother, the the wrongdoing of somebody, uh, of some uh, of, of somebody to you, being, you know, some, maybe somebody being taken can, taken advantage of in any in any shape or form. Um, you know, there, there's like really difficult things, and I want to say uh, to you all that. Um, in my limited experience, my little short and my little uh, very personal and sacred experience of me going through this, my experience with God, I do know that he's there and I know that he loves you and that he is, he is right there. Even when you can't feel him or you can't see him, he's trying uh, to just send anything so you can feel something and that he is watch he's he's watching and um looking for moments that he can slip in to make sure that you know he's there and that he loves you um and i know that uh that he's felt that um i know that he's felt my pain and and that he's he's held it and that's i think that's one of the beautiful things is that he can uh, sometimes we're 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 reluctant to give him our stuff to hold and I know why, because I, 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 I feel that because we want, at least I felt that I wanted to, uh, sometimes that was the only thing that I felt. And so I didn't want to give it away because that means I couldn't feel anything anymore. It means that, you know, like that was it. That's all that I had was feeling abandoned or feeling um, alone or feeling like that was all that I had. And so I didn't want to give it away. Um. And it is a scary thing because when you do actually give it away, you are left with nothing for a second. It's just a second, but it's still a scary second that you that you don't have anything. 
And then everything comes rushing in. Everything comes rushing in. All the love, all the, just the power that you need to live, it comes rushing in and, 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 and it, it, it fills that hole that you were holding in there with those feelings. And um, it's a really scary second. It's really scary. Because for a moment, you are, you are, or you at least feel like you are completely and utterly gone. But then you're filled with something much greater than yourself. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I think that that's, um, it's still hard. And, and like I said, I, I really want to make sure that, like, I know and I feel it. But I also just want you to know that he loves, he loves us all. And he wants us. To, he wants us all to be successful, and he wants us all to, to feel what we deserve to feel. As not not because of what we do or who we are, but because of just of, of being his sons or daughters. We deserve that. We deserve to be able to be happy and to feel love, and peace, yeah. just because he's our father. Well, I think. Uh... And I, I can I can speak more well I don't know about more than more than anyone but more than most to say that um, you know your your experience has already blessed I mean it's blessed my life and it's blessed my family's life we've had a lot of the most spiritual conversations I've ever had in, in a year's time you know mm-hmm. in the last year mm-hmm. and we both learned a lot we both had a lot of these these opportunities of spiritual growth and we're on different paths right now obviously but uh but you've blessed me in my life and I know that there's a lot of other people that will bless from your testimony you just shared and that's 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 the thing as God will consecrate this experience he's 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 heightened your capacity yeah. anyone else going through traumatic events God will heighten your capacity and he can bless other people through you and you're not a burden on anyone else you're a, you you are a blessing on other people don't believe satan when he comes in there saying otherwise um of course here we are saying don't believe satan you know it's easy to say that when in hindsight you know? yeah but but i think it's just that's just the truth though is satan will try to convince you this something hasn't been consecrated or it can be and the, tr- the truth of it is it can god can take anything and he can make something beautiful out of it. I did want to draw one comparison. Please, yes. Um, if you'll allow it. Um, you're supposed to say no. Oh. Uh, shut up. <laughs> we've also laughed probably harder than we've ever laughed at some... It's weird the contrast of lows and highs. It's, it's not to say that the highs are like woohoo, but it's like sometimes you can laugh a lot harder once you've dealt lower. Yeah, you know? it, it's true. I, I think that um, you know when your capacity to you know I kind of like make, take make this experience this. I liked wanted to make this comparison. Oh, maybe you were about to make the comparison to Garden of Eden. No, not no. at all. Okay. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, hear. one of the things is, like, you know, one of the reasons that we all just, uh, why the plan worked out for us to know good from evil, 
to know the good and the bad so that we can choose for ourselves, right? Um, and I think that that's one of them is, you know, the, the, the deeper that we have hurt, the more able we are to feel joy. Right. Um, and, and I think that's what I've, what's I've, what I felt. I feel like I've laughed harder and felt more love toward people because of this experience. Um, more, more compassion, more like just wanting to be one of the, the, what I would say about my being, having this experience now is that the consecration is a gift. The, the, the experience itself, I don't want to say, and I, I don't want to make it, tell anybody that they're, that their traumatic experience is a gift because it's really, I, I don't want, I don't, I, I, yeah. I, you may feel that way and, and that's great, but I don't want to speak for everybody because some people's experiences don't feel like it and, and I don't want to put a label on it that way. Right. So, but I do want to say for me is uh, the consecration of that has been a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because now I feel one of the things that I'm really, I'm going to tell you right now, guys. If I if I ever learn that somebody is going through a divorce or something like that, I'm gonna be one of the first people there, because I know exactly firsthand what it's like um, to what happens the first night, the second night, the third night, the first week, second week, first month, first year. I know exactly what you're going through. You know, maybe not exactly, but I have a good idea, and I want to be there because because um, that's that's what I wanted. And, you know, obviously you can tell me if, you know, like, Lenny, you need to go home, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't <laughs> stop eating my soda. I mean, you don't eat soda. Yeah. Soda. That was a real dumb thing to say. Yeah, I was going to <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but I just want to, yeah. So because yeah. of that, you know, it's a, it's a I, I feel like I'm going to be the first person, anybody I know, because I, I want to be. I am now, it, it's almost like because of this. I am now obligated and it's not even obligation. It's like I am I just feel so much compassion for the for people like that that I I I am Im- compelled to act cuz I can't just let it go because I I I feel like I have some idea more than most of what you're going through and I want to be there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, well, it's scriptural that that uh, in 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 second Nephi were it not for our sorrow, we would have never known joy or something like that. Yeah, right? absolutely. So that's the principle, the principle of Brandon Sanderson books, y'all. Okay, it's the same principle in there. You, you, you know, okay. yeah. You know, don't don't get, don't give it away. I'm not gonna give anything away. But yeah, you're about I'm to just give saying, it away. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You should read Brandon Sanderson books. Yeah, read Brandon uh, because the because because he's a sponsor. Because. <laughs> The Stormlight Archive, for example, broken people have more capacity. Mm. And as the books go on, you're like, wow, everybody gets to do something cool, it feels like. And you're like, well, yeah, look at the world. Most of us, if not all of us, are broken people in some Whoa. way. Whoa. You know, you know, just consider right there, you know, we know how to say the in the in the, in the, in the gospel it says, you know, have a broken heart and a contrite yeah. spirit. Yeah. Oh, that's where you're going. No, not at all, but I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I mean, that idea, that yeah. principle. Yeah. But what's interesting, like, I love this parallel you made with Brandon Sanderson just now about how, like, uh, if you if you know anything about the world of Brandon Sanderson. No spoilers. Um, broken people are usually the people that, like, you, like, that's right. Most people. Yeah, they, they get, you know. 
like it's not just the Stormlight Archive, right? It's exercise magic. Mistborn is similar. Yeah. So, but in order to have like this great quote unquote power, you know, there there has to be there's something you know like it's, it comes broken right. people have it. Right. Right. Um, and so th- like that's why I feel like that's why the Lord asks us. You know, that's, wow, that's a great principle. Like broken heart and contrite spirit allows the spirit to come in. Yeah. Like the 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 Holy Spirit. And that is a great power to have. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So here's the, here's the parallel I wanted mm, to draw. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. And we'll probably close on this because yeah. we got a rip to... Yeah, rabbit. Uh, rabbit? Okay. Doctrine of Covenants, chapter 3, section mm. 3. Yep. I was reading this and I was like, wow. This is, this is, this is a direct answer from God. Did it have to happen this way? Okay. Oh. You ready? Yeah. All right. Verse 1. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Maybe we cut that out. Okay. Verse 1. It says, The works and the designs and the purposes of God cannot be frustrated, neither can they come to naught. For God doth not walk in crooked paths, neither doth he turn to the right hand nor to the left, neither doth he vary from that which he hath said. Therefore his paths are straight, and his course is one eternal round. Remember... Remember that it is not the work of God that is frustrated, but the work of men. So, this is in response to the 116th page, as manuscript pages of the Book of Mormon being lost. Oh. Um, Joseph Smith and Martin Harris. Martin Harris wanted to borrow these pages to go show them to his family. And Joseph Smith was like, I don't know. And Martin's like, please ask, please ask God and see if I can do this. Joseph went and asked, got the answer no. Got the answer no multiple times. And he kept asking because Martin kept pestering him. Eventually Joseph said, asked again, and the Lord said, probably fine. <laughs> it was it was like, it was a yes, but it was like, okay, clearly I'm not changing your mind. And so he lent the pages, they got lost. And there was lots of sorrow and, and, and pain that, both Joseph and Martin went through that because something bad happened. They they knew this would happen. People with bad intentions were going to take these pages and and change them and try to try to you know misrepresent what Joseph Smith and Martin Harris were trying to do with the scriptures and all that. So the point of me bringing this up is mistakes were made. Mm-hmm. People aren't perfect. Joseph Smith made some mistakes. Martin Harris made some mistakes. Mistakes on both sides. You know, and, and and divorce, it's not always the case, but sometimes mistakes are on both sides. Sometimes it's more one side than not. The point is we're we're all human, and we all make mistakes. But God accounts for our shortcomings, and he provides a way to consecrate our suffering for our good. The purposes of God cannot be frustrated. The purposes of man could be, all right? Wow. Our plan, our, our path might change because we're imperfect. God has anticipated that and is never he's not surprised when our paths change because welcome to mortality but his paths do not change he will take whatever path we're on and he'll consecrate it his purpose can't be his purpose for us can't be frustrated that is so powerful that is the answer like a hundred percent and i think that that's what i mean that's what i meant at the very beginning and i i love the way that you said this um did it have to happen this way no, like you, in, in essence, that's what you said. No, that's no, true. it didn't. It didn't. I was have making to a joke, but there might be some ap- 
applicability there. Yeah, no, it's like, no, it didn't have to happen this way. But it did because of choices. And and, and, and uh, you had a choice and 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 my ex-wife had choices and we our choices uh, caused this. And that's what happened, you know, and um, that that is what happened. Choices were made and that's what happened. And so maybe my my design for my life was frustrated and her design for her life was frustrated. And and that really sucks. Like uh, that's not that's not nothing to sneeze at. Be like, you know, because that's that's those those unmet expectations that causes hurt. But I I love the fact that you said that uh, I love in the scripture that God's purposes were never frustrated are not frustrated for me. He's got the same plan for me, uh, the same the same journey that I need to go on, and he'll consecrate all of the experiences and all the mistakes and all the things, all the mistakes I made and all the mistakes that were made that affected me. Um, he'll make them all um, for my good, for the path that he has. For right. Me. I mean, the journey might look different. Yeah. Because Joseph Smith and Martin Harris, it did. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have those 116 pages. They're gone. Yeah. But we have an equivalent to some degree mm-hmm. because of what Nephi did in writing. Right. His account of his father's his father's um experiences. Right. So yeah. It looks a little different, but it can be consecrated and it can be made like like the world has not lost anything because of Joseph and Martin's mistake. Yeah. And I and I love that. That's actually f- so full of hope there too. I mean, it really, like I said, I don't want to minimize anybody's experiences. Actually, I, I want to maximize them and say that yeah, you what you got, what you've gone through is really really crappy. What you're going through is really crappy, and there's no there no one can really and and the Lord knows that. Many um, you know, and I think I stand by what I said. Like the Lord doesn't want you to hurt. He doesn't want you to go through it. And it was probably because of mistakes of choices that that people made toward you and choices that you made toward other things like toward people and other things and so like obviously like we can't say that uh, it's one side or another but God knows that and uh, he's made a way for us to to recover from it um, and I think that that's really what we're talking about with the atonement yeah. he's made a way to recover to consecrate recover and to continue the journey even if the journey looks different than what we thought it was going to look like. Yeah. yeah. Man. Um, everyone, thank you for joining with us and, and, and being with us as we, as we talk through this. And as, as I talk through it, I, I want to say thank you for listening. Um, this is a very, very personal and sacred experience for me. And I'm grateful that, uh, that I had the chance to share it with all of you. And I, and I hope that, um, I hope that it, it can help you in some way, shape, or form. Um, that was this is a real, the real this is real life, uh, and I think this is the spirit of our podcast: is that this is real life. There's real questions. There's real heartache and pain that happen in our lives, um, but the gospel can help us. And that's the whole. I think that's one of the whole purposes of the gospel is to to give us hope and 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 direction and during these very very dark and direct and directionless times. Um, but I, I, that's what it's all, that's what it's there for. That's what it's here for. Cause ultimately we're trying to make it back home where a lot of this stuff doesn't exist, you know, pain and heartache and such a, uh, so like, like yeah. that, or at least as far as we know. Yeah. Um, yeah. but 
anyways, just thank you for listening. We, we really appreciate it. Thanks for being yeah. here. I appreciate it very much. And uh, I appreciate Cody. I want to say thank you, Cody, for allowing me to have most of the episode to, to in essence, ex- express my feelings, um, my experiences, uh, for hopefully for the benefit of people. Yeah. So Thank you for sharing them. Absolutely. Friends, you can find us anywhere. If you have a question or concern yourself or you want to share experience or, or, or reach out in any way, shape, or form for any reason, um, you know, but you know, specifically for you know, if you have any comments or questions. Yeah, you know. typically, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. If you're looking for like a drawing, like a caricature, you probably don't reach out. No, no. You, we, we probably can get that for you. I mean, yeah. It won't be good. It won't be good. Yeah, yeah. it will probably like take us 30 seconds. We'll yeah, do and seconds. it'll just look like my daughter did it. Which is great. Yeah. Oh, she's pro- She will probably be the one to do it. Actually, it'd probably be adorable. Yeah, and you would be so happy. But it wouldn't, you know, necessarily look. Anyway, you can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you have questions, concerns, and you wanna, you want us to talk about something, share an experience, or, or any of the, the above, you can reach us in a variety of different ways. First and foremost, you can reach us at our email at ibwpodcast@gmail.com, um, or you can reach us. Um, other places too. Other places, yeah. Which is uh, Facebook, Facebook, and, and Twitter. Twitter. Yes, yeah, so which is the handle IBW yeah. Podcast. Elon Musk's Twitter. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just bought it, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, well, you can reach us at uh, at the the handle IBW Podcast uh, for Facebook and Twitter. By the way, my daughter's three. I just as soon as I said if if she draws it, it's not going to look great. That sounds super rude. If you're talking about like a, you know, like an eighteen year old, like like a teenager. <laughs> yeah, she's three. So, Which so it'll look great for a three year old. Yeah, no, she's great for a three year old. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah. So we look forward to hearing hearing from you, as always. Like and subscribe. Oh yes. to the podcast too. Share or put a review down for us. That helps get the word out more. We're trying to be better at I don't know maybe marketing this thing. But yeah. anyway, that would help us a lot, guys. We're bad at marketing. Yeah, we we, we appreciate any help that you can get, uh, or, or any help that we can get. Um, mostly because, like like we said. We, we want to help people and we, we feel like maybe there's something here that could help somebody so we, we appreciate any help we can mm-hmm. and as always thank you again for listening I guess I said that four times but we really want to say thank you for listening and being here with us um, as we talk about the gospel and as we live our lives so with that we hope that you have a great week and Godspeed God is good Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We just really appreciate it. We haven't said it enough. You need to just Thank you. So. I'm going to keep. Hold on. Thank you for listening. (laughs)